Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Dude, what a day. Ecstasy of gold. Yeah, uh, sad news today in the world of music and Metallica. Ennio Morricone has passed away. 91, was it? 91. I, I saw one of the articles. It's been all over social media today. It sounds like he fell down last week and broke his hip and got an infection and not good. That's so sad. So sad. He was a legend. I also didn't know that Johnny Z, the man who basically brought Metallica to New York to record Kill 'Em All and signed to Megaforce Records, that was his idea to use um, Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's funny how after all these years, you still learn new things that happened, you know, 30 plus years ago. It's amazing to think of how powerful and important that song has been for (laughs) going on 39 years. Right. I mean, I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine them having any other opening track. I mean, it's for the longest time. I'm not going to lie. When I was a, a young kid, I thought that it was written for Metallica. Like I thought it was their intro. And then I realized that it was from a movie and I was blown away. Right. It's just, it's become such a staple, not a staple, but it's become such, I guess their song, their intro, their, it's it's their trademark. Yeah. It's their trademark. I can't picture a show starting any other way. The only time they didn't use it was during the load tour when they came out with the house lights on and played, you know, so what, Oh yeah, yep. All Cunning. poor touring me. Yeah, the yeah, cutting stunt stage. Stunt but other than that, you got to think two thousand shows. How else do you start a Metallica show without that? And if you don't, it's very awkward. I agree. I hear that song, and I always automatically think of Metallica. Always have. I mean, in Vegas, you see it, you know, in the Bellagio pool, and or you hear it, I should say. Right. And of course, what's the first thing you think of? You think of a Metallica show. And for those of you who are new to the show, Jeff and I play in a touring Metallica tribute band. I can't think of any other way that we would start the show. You and I have shared a stage over 400 times, and there's something about that minute and a half that it, it gets you into the zone, and it's, okay, it's go time kind of song. I agree. You go from sitting backstage, sitting on your phone, drinking a beer, doing whatever, just chilling, shooting the shit, and intro tape rolls and it's like boom guitar on let's go yeah it's like you morph into well in your tribute band kind of your character and it's 90 seconds of kind of just transferring into what you're going to be doing for the next two hours getting your mind into that realm of what you're going to be doing and it it's amazing how quickly you know and the song isn't even it's 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 a very calm song that builds up and has a very, you know, very intense, you know, climax, but it starts off very calm, but it's it's amazing that just hearing those simple notes, it's like, all right, gets you going. Very simple. And a lot of people don't realize that what we hear for an intro, that's only half of his song. Have you heard the second half of that? Yeah, it's a little bit different, but it is it is good. I'd love to see Metallica do a full cover of that now that he has passed as, you know, some kind of tribute or something to him. I love the cover they did of that. I think they've only played it once, and I think it was in Copenhagen. Yep, and James does a solo. Yeah, James has a wah 
Yeah, I remember when I first saw the video of him playing that and I found out that it was him. I was like, holy shit, dude can shred and he's the best down picker on the face of the planet. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. Yeah, Ecstasy's got a, has a different meaning now, but uh, 91 years, not a bad run for the guy. He'll definitely be remembered. What about Charlie Daniels? It's been a day of death. Yeah, I know. That's another one that's just a hard-hitting, you know, hard-hitting death. Uh, you know, Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's a that's a staple. I think you mean Devil Dance Went yeah. Down to Georgia. There you go. Now you're talking. Charlie's going, come dance. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a good 4th of July? I did. It was busy weekend. Lots of sun and swimming and hanging out with the family and the kids. How about you? Is your uh, birthday weekend kind of... Yeah, birthday weekend was last week. (laughs) I'm surprised we didn't talk about this. Guess what I got for my birthday. What do you get? The lady in my life got me a sun shield for my car when I'm parked outside because Florida in the summertime is a little toasty. Yeah, I could imagine that might melt your dash at, you know, 100 degrees plus. After she's heard all these episodes, she bought me a Metallica-related sunshield. Guess what it is? Ooh, is it uh, is it Lulu? <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost feel like I should be giving this gift to you because it's one big red fist in my windshield. Oh, my God. Street anger in my car. <laughs> that is amazing. Hands down, best gift ever. Yep. It's the it's the entire artwork. It's the entire album cover in my windshield. Oh my god, that's awesome. You're gonna have to tell her two thumbs up, best gift with It was an doubt. awesome gift. She says, Well, you guys talk about St. Anger so much, I thought you'd want it in your car. I said, That's all about Jeff. Yeah, well, I guess now I've roped you into it, so you might as well uh, move that album on up to the, aye, the top aye, three. Aye. Maybe it's going to be in my top five after it looks so good in the car. There you go. Um, did you watch Metallica Monday tonight? No. You know, I'm always at work in the evening, so I'm able to catch a little bit of it here and there, but I don't get to see the whole concert in its entirety. I'll give you the rundown. Lisbon, Portugal. It was their first show they played in like nine months. This was the Sick of the Studio tour that summer yep um good set list let's just say i hope you and i in two weeks don't play how they did tonight in lisbon oh boy we haven't played in what 10 months in nine months yeah this was their first show like i said in quite a while you could kind of tell that yeah a little rusty a little rusty the cues were off a bit james's banter wasn't really lining up you could tell they didn't rehearse much yeah i was gonna say uh about james's banter like i said i did catch a little bit of it and it just it seemed like he didn't know what he was gonna say like it was just like all right we're just kind of like up here fucking doing it you know we're right just playing some songs a lot of technical issues too. the first three or four songs there's you can tell by their body language and looking at their monitor guys like dude what is going on in my in-ears yeah, that's the nice thing about us not using in-ears is we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that's why we're deaf. Huh? Right. They did play your favorite song tonight, though. Was it the uh, the new song? 
<laughs> or the other new song. The other new song. No, your favorite song of all time they played in, in its entirety. Injustice for All. And Podcast for All. <laughs> uh, Disposable, Justice, Orion. Oh, and the full version of Am I Evil. Full version, wow. Full intro and second half that they usually skip. The whole deal tonight. We've never done that. We should try it. Maybe. <laughs> did Kirk play that uh, Monsters Loose guitar tonight? He did. You must have saw some footage. I did, yeah. So That's rare. I love that guitar. Uh, for a lot of people that know me, they know I'm not a huge fan of Floyd's, uh, Floyd Rose Bridges. And uh, of course, Here's where Jeff gets technical in his guitar tech skills. <laughs> Kirk obviously uses a lot of, you know, Floyd and whammy bar stuff. Uh, but that Monsters Loose ESP guitar is a string through the body one. So I've always been partial to that guitar because it doesn't have a Floyd on it. And I kind of so want one. So you love the graphics, but you also love it because it's a lot easier to restring and tune. Yeah, of course. I mean, okay. I'm about efficiency, man. Work smarter, not harder. The monster is loose with the red devil on the body. It's a badass guitar. He used it like in those years. It was kind of post St. Anger, but before Magnetic, you didn't see it much. Yeah, it was like, I feel like it was mostly for the St. Anger era, probably because it was strength through the body. So it was a lot easier to set up for the drop tunings. Well, in 10 minutes, we've talked about Ecstasy of Gold. The 4th of July, St. Anger, Sun Shields, and String Through Guitars. What else can we talk about? I don't know. There's not much to cover. I think we should get to the bread and butter of a podcast for all because you, the fan, drive the discussion and decide the topics. If you want to be on the show, you can email us at andpodcastforall at gmail.com. I say let's just get to it. Let's do it. Um, the last six visitors we've had have all been from the United States. Tonight we are going international. Woohoo! International. Let's do it. We are going to the beautiful country of Costa Rica. Ooh, it's probably warmer there than it is here, and it's pretty warm here. Yeah, you've been pretty humid lately. Oh man, 90 plus with 80, 90% humidity. I was up there last week, took about four showers in one day. Right. Not bad for a bunch of Midwestern people, huh? Not bad, Clark. (laughs) Well, without further ado, let's welcome our guest in uh, season one, episode uh, seven from Costa Rica, to be exact, Aradia, Costa Rica. I hope I said that right. Mr. Ricardo Castro. Hello, good evening. Very happy to be here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for reaching out. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about a country that probably not everybody knows, but we're very happy to to be here uh, on behalf also from my chapter, Fate to Black, 257, you know, the, the number. And, well, we're here to talk, man, and very open to any questions you want to ask. I love it, man. So it's Costa Rica Fade to Black is the official chapter name? Yes, Fade to Black. Very cool. How long has it been a chapter, Ricardo? Well, the chapter started in 2009, you know, okay. as an official uh, Met Club 
uh, without any authorization before, you know. Uh, but uh, since 2009, Mariano and, you know, and his wife, well, they, they started to build the club, you know, try to teach everybody about Metallica and, you know, the meaning for every single song. You know, the reason why we consider that we are not fans, but family, you know, which is very important. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, well, we have a big group now in Facebook. Uh, and we are like the Pura Vida chapter or like the, the pure life, you know. It's uh, like, like a saying in Costa Rica. And every time that we meet people from different chapters and everything, and when, when we invite them to be in Costa Rica... For the two times that Metallica was able to play there, uh, we made a lot of friends, you know, and uh, and we got and understood that there's another mission about having a a, a, a chapter that is to sure. meet all people around the planet, you know, from different countries, cultures, languages, and everything. And you know, you guys are an amazing amazing people. You know, we don't have to talk too much. We just know that we're from Metallica family, and you're invited to. To know me, to share an experience. That's what's fun. great. That's what's great about it is Metallica is like that common ground that can just bring so many people together, and yeah. you know, people you've never met, people from other countries, and you know, we can all come together when you have that common interest that is Metallica. Yeah, that is right. All right. So did I say that right? Aradia, Costa Rica. Yes, that's right. And what? Uh, is that by Liberia or San Jose? No, it's it's next to San Jose. You know, we have seven seven states, and well, we live next to San Jose, which is the capital. But Heredia is like the place everybody wants to live. You know, because of the weather, uh, how close every everything is. You know, uh, we have uh, like you know the business uh, zone from Costa Rica. So we have okay. a lot of a lot of enterprises and, and corporations that are working with us, you know. Well, from what I've seen, Ricardo, you chapter wise, you guys have your flag everywhere, it seems like. No matter what tour, what country, what events going on, that, that Costa Rica flag I see in a ton of photos with fans. It seems yes. like you guys are pretty proud of that flag. Of course, especially when we we got the opportunity to put it on Cliff Burton's grave, you know, or no, not the grave. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I forget the name, uh, like the tribute, you know, in, in Europe. The accident site. Yes, that is right. In uh, Sweden. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. People were able to put the, the flag in there. It was a very, very, very great moment for us. And we felt pretty, pretty proud that. That's a powerful moment. Yeah. Every single effort that we have done for getting more fans around the country and everything, you know, and just the fact that that flag was there, well, like the best day of, of our lives in the chapter, you know, especially for the, 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 the founders, you know, they were very happy at that moment. Oh, that's huge. It's, it's one of the, oh man, probably one of the top five sites in the world of Metallica, what we call Metallica landmarks. Yes. Absolutely. Were you there for that? No, I, I didn't have the chance to go there yet. Okay. <laughs> yet. It's on your list, though. Yeah, I really hope I can go to Europe maybe next year. We we, we know that everything is going to be okay later. But uh, that's one of my hopes. I want to be there. Don't worry. It's on my bucket list, too. 
Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've seen uh, most of the band with the flag, including Jason Newstead holding your flag. Of course, yes. How'd you guys manage to get that flag to him? Well, uh, for instance, Mariano, uh, which is the, the, the chapter head, uh, he loves Metallica. He's a huge fan. He knows every single thing about them. So he's uh, one of the, of the greatest fans in Costa Rica about Metallica, you know. Uh, how we do this, Mariano, Mariano has a lot of networking, you know, skills. And he's very able to communicate with every single person around uh, Facebook or any other social networking uh and uh application you know and uh, it's always who you know yeah and obviously he he's always very polite when he's saying to the to to the new people that we are we know we really want to to have our flag in your in your country because we really want to plan this we really want to be a family we want to represent what we are really in our country and try to be a very good example about it. every every single chapter is very nice but you know we really want to show the example that uh, no matter who you are, you are family, and we are, and we really like and love to know people, you know. And that's one of 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 the goals that sometimes we we don't even think about. But once you know new people and everything, that comes to your heart, straight to your. I heart. love I, I love the fact that you guys take so much pride in that. That's awesome. I mean, it's just. You're passionate about it, and it shows, and it's very cool, man. Very yeah, cool. we jump, we cry, we we, we look like, uh, uh, you know, these little kids with a new Nintendo in 1986, something like that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you're jumping around playing Duck Hunt. Ah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, we we are so proud of this, you know. And we have met a lot of people, and uh, and you know, recently we we lost a very good part of our family uh, in the United States, uh, and uh, we were very sad about uh, uh, that loss. And we well, the the chapter dedicated, uh, you know, the 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 last week concert uh, for for the chapters around the world. Yep. And, uh, oh, during uh, chapter day. The chapter days. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, we did, we dedicated uh, part of our presentation to this person. I'm not going to say the name because I didn't ask for permission. However, uh, we are very proud uh, to to show that we really love this person like, like, a, like a brother, you know. Sure, that's great. Well, mm-hmm. we're definitely sorry to hear about your loss. Um, yeah. And we respect the fact okay. that, you know, keep the name disclosed um but yeah sorry to hear about that no thank you very much but a great way to to pay tribute i mean to one your friend your family but then you know the extended metallica family that that speaks volumes absolutely of course. yeah that's our culture that's why we are how we are in, in our country i've been to your country three times ricardo i've i've noticed that every time it's this hospitality and this care and this this kind of love that I felt every time I've been down there. Yeah. I've never been there for Metallica. I've surprisingly never been there on vacation because it's so beautiful. I've been there just for business and work. Yeah, but it's just it's one of those areas I always look forward to going to. It's you know the people are going to be good to you. The people are fair, kind, honest. Hey Shane, how about we do a tour down in Costa Rica? I think we could. Yeah, you can come. Uh, you're more more than welcome, guys. I would love to tour. We're going to play in Ricardo's backyard. 
<laughs> Done. Load up the van and trailer. Let's go. Okay. Fire up that generator. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Just let me know. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're How talking, we... about, now that you're talking about the people, you know, and the culture. Well, some people from the United States and other countries, especially Europe, they call Costa Rica the the naturalist nirvana. Say that again. Naturalist nirvana. There you go. Uh, why? Because we are very, very, we're very small, you know, but we have, wow, the most remote and exotic nature you can enjoy. We, we, yeah, you got, you've got everything from the waterfront to the jungle to the mountains there. Yeah, the, the, we have ecologists, we have a lot of, a lot of beaches, we have uh, retreats, schools that are meeting people around the world, and we can teach them everything related to the nature. Uh, everything about our culture, why we are this way, uh, the way we, the the way we uh, relate, you know, and why we are called the Pura Vida country, you know, we have a lot of cultures in a very small country. Yeah, that's, that's a great way of summing it up. That's that's what I was trying to say earlier, but you just you just said it perfectly. <laughs> yes, so you guys are you guys are proud of your country. You're you're proud of your people, and yes, absolutely. that even carries over. That carries over to your chapter. You're you're proud of your fans, the Metallica family, and the way <laughs> it's amazing how proud you guys are of yeah. your fade to black flag. Obviously, your country flag, but with your fade to black spin on it, because I've I've been all over the world team Metallica, and I see it at most places and most uh, most Metallica parties in between in between nights. I've definitely seen that flag in pictures a lot. Yeah, for six dates in the 2017 tour in the U.S. Uh, we were that flag was there for six times from the seven seven concerts seven concerts uh, they attended in that part of the year. I think it was on the third the third quarter for 2017 or something like that. Is that the stadium tour? Yeah, the Hardwired Stadium 17. Yeah, that is right. Very cool. Yeah, our, me- our flag was there, and we were like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've know. even seen your flag in the tuning room. Yeah, of course. That is so cool. I think my favorite those my favorites with Jason Newstead. Mm, yes, of course. And well, yes, the, the Newstead one. Yeah, and in the tuning room, you can see the the white flag for for our chapter as well. That is yeah, a, above awesome. above the sanitarium's sign. In the oh, you're talking about an HQ. Yeah, in the HQ, you can see that flag. Yeah. The jam room above the sanitarium sign. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, and also, uh, one of the videos, we can see the the fact from Costa Rica as well in the HQ. So cool, man. That is so cool. And I was in Antarctica with Metallica as well. And uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Stop right there. You gotta, you're going to have to talk you about that. You were at the Frieza Mall show? Yeah, I was there. Oh my god, this is going to be a 5-hour episode. <laughs> I need I need to hear all about that. I've watched that concert so many times. So Ricardo contacts us and says, "Hey, I'm ready to be a guest." And he tells me a little bit about himself and he fails to mention he was at the Antarctica show. The most epic Guinness Book Holy of World cow. record breaking show. Okay, we'll get there. Before we get there, <laughs> how many times has Metallica played in Costa Rica? Two, uh, 2010 and 2016. So, we, we, I made, and then right before Hardwired. Yeah, for yeah, for the Hardwire and also for the Dead Magnetic Tour. 
And for the Dead Magnetic Tour in 2010, I make uh, I was making line for 19 days. Uh, we were crazy. Costa Rica was crazy. You know, one month and a half before the concert started, we were we were making we were taking care of our places, and so we made a lot of changes. And I was going to work at my corporation. Then I went back to the stadium, uh, and vice versa for 19 days, and so that was amazing. What was I, I missed? What you said? What was going on for 19 days? You stood in line for 19 days. I stood in line for 19 days with a group of people. holy shit. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> 19 days just to get tickets? No, I, we already had the tickets. That was 19 days to get into the show? Yeah, because we... Just to we be, were, on the, be on the rail? Yeah, let me explain. Uh, the thing is that uh, Metallica was... <laughs> Metallica was the Dedication. Second, yeah, Metallica was the second most important concert before Iron Maiden in 2008. So okay. once they announced... Well, I was in Fort Lauderdale with my best friend uh, watching Metallica 2009, you know, for the Dead Magnetic. So that was the first time I saw him. I was crazy. I was... Sp- expecting the best day of my life and everything and i sure yeah and i have a video when uh, i'm recording james singing nothing else matters he was sit and everything uh he was playing the solo and i was crying like a baby because i'm not afraid to say this the first time you see metallica everything is like a chicken skin all the time you're oh yeah man understandable and you can't believe even that you're uh, ten feet away from James Hetfield, and he's singing in front of you. So I was, I was crying because nothing else matters, man. You know, it means a lot to me. And he was playing the solo, and he was like, <laughs> looked at you. Yeah, he saw me like crying. He was like, man, you know, and uh, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. And, and he started to laugh, and he said, like, hey, man. And you and I was like, okay, I'm gonna cry more, man. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it was crazy, man. And I said, oh man, this is amazing, Ricardo. Man. I get it, man. I've I've seen them more than I probably should, and mm-hmm. still, when you're within ten five feet of them, you you pinch yourself and go, yeah, of course, yeah, this is really happening again. Here we are, yeah. And you know, and I expected a lot of years because I started to to listen to Metallica thanks to my father, rest in peace. Um, he sent me a Walkman in 1986 to my country because he was working in the U.S. And uh, inside... A, a cassette Walkman. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to say the brand. The, the no. tapes? Yeah, yeah, a Walkman. And uh, there was a used tape inside that Walkman. And there was Master of Puppets. And in 1986? I was six years old. I didn't I, I didn't even knew Barney the Dinosaur Man in, you know, <laughs> Jeff, do you know Barney the dinosaur? Yeah, I remember. He was a big purple dinosaur. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. <laughs> That's what Dustin called his bots. That's right. The very strange dinosaur, you know. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I, the, the, the first song, like, the, duh, 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 and I was like, okay, what's going on with my head? This feels good, man. You know, <laughs> man, this is amazing. I hear six boom, years boom, old boom, with boom, a Walkman boom. and you're rocking Master Puppets. Yeah, I was six years old and everything. I didn't know anything, anything about English. Dude, you, know? you were living your best life at six years old. That's amazing. Yeah, of course. And my mom said, hey, Ricardo, what are you doing? And I was, I don't know, mom. This is good. 
And I <laughs> this is good. When my father called, you know, we didn't have it. It was 1986, and I was like, uh, "Daddy, I want more about this." Metallica. Were they okay with you li listening to heavy metal music at six years old? Of course. There's a funny story. 1988. If you uh, just give me 15 seconds, I will tell you right now. I was so so crazy about Metallica, Pantera, you know, Motley Crue, and all the stuff at the time, especially Metallica. That <laughs> I took the Walkman every time to the school, and I didn't even pay attention to the classes, and I was expecting the break and the lunch time so I can listen to Metallica all the time, and you know. My mom was called uh, to the principal's office and everything, and, and and I was there. And my mom came, and there was like a priest, a priest, the religion teacher, oh religion boy. teacher. Oh boy, you're in deep shit. An orientator. <laughs> Did you tell him that Master of Puppets had crosses on it, so it was religious? Yeah, just wait. Uh, my principal teacher, and. Uh, I don't remember the uh, other and the principal, and 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 the religion teacher started. Oh, the thing is that Ricardo doesn't pay attention to my class, and he's always saying very strange names like disposable or uh, he says <laughs> things like that, right? Very very disposable. Strange. Yeah, <laughs> very strange words. That's from the devil and everything. You know, we're very very we we, we are going to prohibit this workman inside my institution because this is from the devil. Etc. So I at the end. Wow. And at the end, my mom. It's not from the devil. It was from China. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's... Ricardo saying things like disposable circus comes to town, <laughs> damage incorporated. <laughs> yeah. So the the thing is that uh, my mom asked to to the principal, tell me something. How how are the grades from Ricardo? Very good. He's on the second place. So I give a crap. About the music he listens. If he's okay in school, go for awesome. it. Awesome. Thanks, Mom. And I was, yeah, Mom, I love you. Aww. Of course. It was it was amazing. So wow, Metallica, Metallica. The meaning for my loneliness. I needed I needed my father, you know, I was missing my, my, my father all the time. And mm -hmm. um, Metallica helped me to understand a lot of stuff, you know. And Metallica gave me the mission to learn English. So I started with the dictionary and everything. I was re looking for words. I was watching movies, playing Nintendo, trying to understand the Zelda game, even if I didn't understand a word or whatever. Using Metallica as your dictionary, you probably knew the word yeah a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of things, you know. And uh, I remember the, the first song that I was able to, to translate to Spanish. I was Disposable Heroes, and that's my favorite song. It's a great song. So you were you said you're using Metallica and Nintendo to to learn English. Yeah, and I was taking the dictionary, and I was I was checking the closed captions at the time. We had that technology. Wow, I don't know, very 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 high technology at the time. <laughs> so I was watching right. words and everything, and I was looking at the dictionary, and I started to relate the verbs, you know the infinitives and whatever you know about grammar and i don't know and i started talking and then uh i took uh i took uh university my my first career for english professor and uh good for you man yeah and I, i'm not working anymore for that you know i'm working for cybersecurity now so uh oh cool yes so uh the thing is that i learned and when i was um 
uh, the first time in the United States to see my father and everything. I told him this is this is the way I can say thank you for you. Why? Because thanks to this, and I kept my workman and everything. Thanks to this, I can talk to you now, and I'm and I'm very happy to be here, and that helped me to 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 go to the first Metallica concert in my life, and I'm more than happy. <laughs> Ricardo, that's a that's an amazing story. Do you still have the Master Puppets cassette? I bet you do. I have it there. It's that was my... the start of like a whole kind of life for you. Of course, of course. The Metallica was every day, every time. It is still with me all the time. I was watching the Lisbon concert. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. It was amazing. And Hey, uh, you got to see Disposable Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just sing it. You will do. Yeah, I, uh, I heard that part. I, and I saw that part too. Yeah, so uh, just let me tell, say something about nothing, not much to me, but I really would like to talk about... Uh, you know uh, uh, the chapter just for two more minutes, if you let, if you allow me. Absolutely, dude. As this is a podcast want. for all, okay. and podcast for all is about you, the fan. You, you're driving this, so you got it. Okay, perfect. One of one of the most important moments when, was when I I met this little guy. He was like 13 years old. Uh, he's not in the chapter right now, but you know he he lied to 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 his parents that he was going to. A, to a to a Christian concert, <laughs> and he told me I'm going to uh, I'm going to see. Uh, well, I'm very happy to be here because I lied, lied to my parents, and I was like, "And how was that?" Yeah, and I told him I'm going to a religious concert, so you're gonna be my backup just in case. <laughs> and, I told, and I told that little guy, "How's how? What do you mean about that? If my parents call, just say that I'm singing and, and jumping like crazy." And I, just say that you're the pastor. No. <laughs> <laughs> you should say, well, it is kind of a Christian concert. There's, you know, there's crosses and, you know, Master Puppets album covers yeah, here. I'm not ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We're here to see ghost and then maybe we'll hear puppets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That That is amazing. The chapter is, is an amazing group. You have no idea. We... Ariano and the rest of the of the chapter members because they trust me doing this. <laughs> they know that I'm very happy, very crazy, but you know they trust me and I really appreciate that. Awesome. They definitely put their trust in someone very dedicated. Uh quick question. Yeah. How many people roughly are part of the chapter? Well, um I don't have this the exact number, but you know, on social network in Facebook, if I am not wrong, we're around seven hundred people. Oh wow! And that's a lot. Wow! And you know, that's amazing. Uh, that's a big chapter. <laughs> yeah, we are we are just in Facebook, and obviously when Metallica comes and everything, well, the chapter is always busy like twenty four seven because uh, we really want people to be Metallica to know Metallica. What's What's the meaning for 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 us about that group and the the members, the history, you know, everything, even the the guitar picks that they have. I don't care. That's those are amazing topics that we. Should I have one. One one thousand or the six hundred or, or the six hundred and sixty seven picks that they have already. I got a Costa Rica <laughs> pick at the <laughs> night in between party at the S and M weekend. I I've got one of your picks. 
Yeah. Was I? Awesome, man. Yeah, but I didn't give you that pick, right? It was uh, Sergio. Luis gave it to me? Ah, Luis. He sent it. No, I got it from him at at the at the in the night in between party at the chapel. Okay, there was yeah, I didn't remember that I shared some picks, but probably my it was Danielle or maybe Sergio who gave you the the picks. Could be. Yeah, that was an amazing night. Very nice. <laughs> so Master Puppets in eighty six. I mean, from there on out were you a fan? Justice, Black, Load. I mean, have you been a fan since eighty six? No, I, I I was crazy, uh, you know, requesting my my father to send me the the first uh, tapes for Metallica <laughs> when I listened to Kill 'Em All. Wow, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, when you hear Master of Puppets first, and then you go back to Kill 'Em All, it's yeah. a little different there. Yeah, it was man. I know they were young, but not that younger, you know. And they playing so fast, and I and I love the speed. And especially something that I recognize uh, from Metallica is that they have these uh, very strong changes in the rhythm. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. I mean, I they're love very that. good at doing those transitions like that. Transitions, that's the word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. pretty wild to go from battery to back to hit the lights. That is right. That is right. That sounds so, like two different bands. So, Master of Puppets being the first one you heard in. Seems and, like uh, that one's definitely the most sentimental um, out of all of their records. Is that your favorite record by them? Yeah. Or is it the most sentimental? Or do you have a record that you favor over Master Puppets? Yeah, I, I do. For instance, um, well, my the most sentimental song to me is Fade to Black because it reminds, my, it reminds me of my father. He loved that song. We were, like, four years ago... Uh, he came to Costa Rica. You know, he was 30 years working in the U.S. and everything. And mm-hmm. he came to Costa Rica. And when we were when we were in the car, uh, uh, I, I played Fade to Black. And he, and he said, wow, Jesus Christ. This, this reminds me of the, the Spanish guys playing flamenco and guitar and all the stuff at, at the beginning, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. the intro. Yeah. And... Uh, and my father said, man, I love that song. I need it in my phone. And I was, okay, sure. Two minutes, that's what I spent. <laughs> Nothing. And he was having that song. And and every time that I went to his house and everything, uh, he was playing it. And uh, uh, Very cool. Yeah. It, it, so I started to relate the, his, the lyrics with my father and everything. And, you know, when he passed away in 2018, uh I went to uh, to San Francisco. Yeah, to San Francisco. And when I heard Fade to Black, I cried. Uh, I'm not ashamed about that. You know, I... I you definitely shouldn't be. Yeah, I was. Uh, I cried a lot, you know. <laughs> the people people from, from the chapter, uh, they were very supportive at those times and everything, you know. I remember they, they invited me to a cafe and they told me, hey, we know what's going on with you and uh, we're very sorry. Just come with with us. Uh, uh, we're gonna be there for you, man. And uh, well, those were very important moments in my life. And that's what family's for, man. They take care of you in in rough times. Yeah, of course. And uh, that's why songs like that are sentimental and and special. And everyone has a an attachment and a meaning to a a certain song. And you can't take the weight from anybody. Yeah, 
that is right so well that meant a lot to me uh, and well I felt pretty good now it was very sad times and everything but every time that I listen to that song you know it means the world to me it's fate black it's fate black and uh, and you know master of puppets is my my initial album the one that uh, you know throws me to the to the air and to feel something different about music you know oh yeah Oh, it's a, it's an amazing travel, you know. <laughs> it's an amazing travel. I have no words. Every single song, you know, and how they they tell a story, a very hard story about war and everything, you know. Man, it reminds you that you have a family, you have people near to you. You don't even need to have to a war because we this country doesn't have any army, you know. And uh, and uh, and you can walk, you can talk to any person, and you have your, you know. You, your, your your culture and you know the way you express to people and how you treat them and you know that we also have strong values family first is all the time and most of the families you know and in my case it's yeah family first especially my son and uh and we're and i'm very proud you know and uh to to know that i can come with with the chapter so that's the chapter for us well said, man. That uh, that speaks volumes, Jeff. I agree. That's that's amazing. This is definitely uh, the most heart filled uh, guest I feel like we've had. This is God, truly amazing. It's okay, but uh, and thank you. I'm yeah, but you got open. you got sentimental value. You got emotional attachment. I mean, that's it means a lot, and that's huge. That just shows of how how powerful Metallic is to to each and every one of us because it means something totally different to everyone involved it just shows that they're more than just a band and what's great is that music is this universal language that people from around the world can all relate with and as i was saying earlier you know again it's that metallica family and just music in general it it brings people together and you know the lyrics they can take you on this journey they can you know save your soul if you will you know they can of course transform you into the person that you are and it's amazing that one song can do that for one person and it can mean something completely different to another person and so on and so forth. And, you know, hearing your story and hearing how that affected you, that is something very special, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. All right. So we need to go way down under to Antarctica. For those of you that are unfamiliar Antarctica, well, Metallica was on a mission to play all seven continents in one year, in one calendar year, and obviously they did that. They got in the Guinness Book of World Records for that. They did. Yep. And the gig was called Freeze Them All, and Ricardo, take us through, take us from start to finish how you you got on that gig. Okay. And how you got down there. Of course. Uh, Well, it was uh, October 23rd. 2013, I was very happy, if you know what I mean, in a Black Sabbath concert in the National Stadium, right? I was starving, you know, and uh, and I saw this couple from the university, and they sold me two cookies that I was very innocent at the time. I didn't know what they contained inside, so I ate them all, <laughs> and I had this huge concert, you know, like... So they were special cookies. Yeah, happy cookies. Like, you know, give me one. Cookie. Happy cookies? Yeah, that's right. Watching Ozzy. My kind of cookies. Oh, Black Sabbath. You know, I was, well, before Black there was Megadeth, Black Sabbath, and, and, you know, 
So I was very, 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 I was feeling very strange, you know, the effect was like, you know, man, doom metal, I'm stoned, what's going on? That was my skull. Oh, you should be coming on pretty soon, dude. How much do you smoke? This will be a little demonstration of that. Listen, listen up. And I was, yeah, and I was, man, this is so good. And I was watching everything and the lights. And, well, I was very happy. Well, the effect was, was very strong. I think cookies and, uh, and, their, and you know, the, the liquids or whatever they work with, the, the oil probably, it goes in your body for hours. And, and, <laughs> and the, concert an, the, the concert ends, right? So um, let's go to my house. I need to sleep, man. I feel very dizzy. And, you know, and I saw St. Peter's door and I was like, heaven, right? I saw this, this huge. <laughs> this is already great. I, I saw this huge advertisement and it says Metallica Antarctica. And I was, fuck my balls, man. You know, can I say that? Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck your balls. Yeah, okay. And I said, fuck my balls, dude. Man, what's going on with those cookies? I told my friend, and, I, and he said, man, I have no idea. And then, Can you read what's in front of me? Huh? And he said, it's just Metallica Antarctica. And yeah, right? I, well, it was like an impersonation from, from Beavis and Bachet, something like that, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> And and I saw the ad and I was and and I and I got close to the ad and I was touching it. Man, this smells, yeah, like, like glue, right? It, this is fresh, man. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love it. I, I, no, I swear, bro. I swear. My mom knows this. <laughs> hey, mommy, you know everything so, about me now. Uh, so, so this was like a dream or yeah, hallucination or an oh, actual yeah. poster. Yeah, I was. I, I probably was. You're just stoned. Yeah, and I told and I told my my coworker at the time. His name was Esteban. Bro, take me three pictures because tomorrow, when this goes oh, goes away from my body, you're gonna I forget about be, it. Yeah, I want to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, pra, 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 and I was like, oh yeah, like thinking to the future, you know, dude. And when I was leaving, I saw this little, 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 little phrase. Coca-Cola Zero dot AR. That's who sponsored the show. Yeah. Coca-Cola Zero Argentina. I thought that majority of the people that were at that show were like people that kind of like worked up in that area. Uh, How many different countries down in that area, Jeff? Down. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) south bud yeah i know i know <laughs> um how many people from like different areas were uh, able to yeah. go to that show uh, very easy to answer that mexico two people costa rica two people then we had colombia two people chile three people and argentina 11 people wow yeah i remember because is this only central and south america that was even mm-hmm. capable of going and then just two people from each country were able to go yeah it was especially not because of the of they chose five countries just because, but it was because uh, there's a those five 
countries are related to one Coca-Cola partner, right? So that partner was the okay. the one of the idea, and they chose those countries because they have businesses between each, each other, you know. That's a heck of a promotion. I just wonder what they paid Metallica to, to do all this. Uh, I don't know. They just wanted to play all seven continents in one year, and no other bands even come close to Antarctica. Yeah, of course. So, so the day that you that you ship out, and so they send you a flight from Costa Rica to where Chile or no, Argentina? For, no, Costa Rica, Argentina. Then the Coca Cola paid us uh, the hotel and everything. We didn't pay any 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 dime. Awesome. Yeah, everything was free <laughs> on Coke's expense. Not bad. Yeah, they all they they even bought the whole uh, equipment for for the snow and everything, you know, uh, trousers and you know. Uh, yeah, what was the temperature hoodies. like there? Ooh, um, <laughs> I don't know how to cal- calculate this with Fahrenheit, but in Celsius, uh, we were we went minus thirty five degrees. That's chilly. Yeah, that's a little colder <laughs> than Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's real chilly. So they paid for your like winter clothes and boots, and they yeah. they paid for all your clothing and all that. Everything for every single thing, yeah. Food, wow, uh, sleep, everything. Hotels. So you fly Costa Rica to Argentina. Now, yeah. how do you get from Argentina to Antarctica? Uh, we we took a plane uh, from Argentina to Swaya. Okay, Swaya is like the final tail from America, uh, South America. The the little tip there. Yeah, and uh, that is the place uh, you are going to find a port. And, uh, you know, this this huge war boat uh, called Hortelius is from this, enter- this corporation, Ocean White Expeditions. Uh, so they they took us there, and they, they said, we are going to have a very nice 48, uh, you know, trip. Uh, we're going to be on 10 knots per hour, around 40 kilometers per hour, you know. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and I remember that we we just go to the boat and everything. We chose uh, our rooms and I got uh, the, the privilege to have company with my, my partner from Costa Rica. But I met one of my best friends now. He's from Argentina. His name is Claudio Herbat. And also... Uh, I have another friend, Francisco. Uh, he's a, a famous Mexican who practices a lot of exercise, you know. Uh, oh, has, cool. Yeah, he has a very beautiful story about his life. He used to be uh, overweight, you know. And he, for his family, he, he put the commitment to lose weight and everything, you know. I met that person as well. And also I met uh, people from Mex- Mexitalica chapter, Carla Farruja was there, the, the head chapter. Great chapter. Great uh, Mexitalica. Of course. Carla is probably one of my best friends. I, I just met her, uh, and she is like the most polite person around. He always is working 24-7 for kids with needs, special needs, you know. Mm-hmm. She's always making campaigns around and everything. She has a very, very, very responsible job. But she loves to do that. And, you know, that's something that really makes her a better person every day. And we really would like to follow her example, you know. Great yeah. example. So you were on the boat with these people for about, what, yeah. a week? No. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I rem- if, we, if we start from the beginning when we took the plane, 
I think it was 16 days or 14 days. Wow. Yeah. Was this the same boat that the band was on? Yeah, they 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 landed from Punta Arenas, Chile, mm-hmm. to Antarctica in an airplane with their family and relatives. Mm-hmm. So. I remember seeing that footage. But the boat that you guys were on for that week, they were on the same boat, right? Yeah, of course, we we were there in the same boat. And uh, the problem is that you know uh, we had this strong storm uh, around the you know the the the, the the you know they 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 try to program you know the the, the trip and everything with their mm-hmm. coordinates and and all the stuff GPS locations and, and you know the roof and there was big uh, a big storm you know that caused us to make like a semi circle you know to to keep away from that storm you know sure deviate around it yeah that's right thank you yeah so. Um, Unfortunately, we 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 took around 60, 60 hours in order to to get to Antarctica, and wow, you know, uh, that is a long trip. Yeah, um, kinda. If you're drunk, you don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Drink them all. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> Some special cookies uh, on that boat too. No, 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 no way, man. You probably wish you had some, though. No drugs on the boat allowed? I, I would be in, in Argentina customs right now, man. You know? <laughs> no, that's why you're supposed to eat them before you get on the boat and go through customs. <laughs> Take us to the show day. Okay. The show Explain day, the show day. The show day was in a big dome, very hot, because uh, the plastic was having this kind of technology to heat us inside the, the, the dome. Uh, there was a, customed, uh, a customized drum set for antarctica oh mm-hmm. man that was beautiful Y'all, you guys all wore headphones correct yeah uh wireless net uh headphones so we couldn't provoke any avalanche or any water disaster because of the sounds oh and, wow yeah yeah they actually called it like noise pollution the only thing you could hear yeah. was the drums right yeah, that is right that the drums were the only ones that were having you know uh, it was allowed to sound right so uh, uh, we started uh, to, creep, to to with creeping dead, and I was diagonal, you know, James, and I was watching James singing. I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing, man!" I'm next to him, you know. I'm going to be watching this footage after we do this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're next to him, literally on the bottom of the world. Yeah, of course. And uh, the concert was was amazing. You, you guys, I know that you have seen that several times but you know i'm sorry to say this word please don't take it wrong by by the intimacy that we 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 had there i'm i'm still believing that that was a dream yeah it just it never felt real that that's it was my yeah that's my summary for that trip i i still think it was a dream it was still from the special cookies <laughs> <laughs> to be in antarctica in a plastic dome during it looked like it was in the afternoon it might have been at the night i don't know what the sunset and sunrise was but uh, i think it was 2 p.m to, that time i don't remember to be in a to be in a dome at the bottom of the world and you're listening to them on headphones and you guys are practically on the stage from the footage i've seen it just looked like an intimate just kind of jam hangout yeah so you had obviously seen some some pretty big production shows beforehand you, you heard the you know big live sound explain 
obviously there's a huge difference being in a bubble and wearing headphones explain that kind of that difference of going from seeing Metallica in this huge arena setting to hearing it through headphones but knowing that they're you know you can basically reach out and touch them uh the snake pit has nothing to do with that (laughs) i swear yeah the south pole did not have a snake pit Man, it was it was unbelievable. Nobody was able to spec the the quality sound first. Jesus Christ, it's very strange because when I put my earphones and I was closing my eyes, I remember that Metallica was making like rounds. They were around me, so the sound was very good. I mean, I was always curious to know like how it sounded through headphones, like beyond neat. You know what I mean? very clear uh his voice was well monumental you know and mm-hmm. you could listen to kirk singing things that you probably are not able to to listen yeah to. you could probably ah, pick up on little things it is running all the way yeah he was like that's the voice <laughs> that was spot on that was good you live it or lie it you live it or lie it, <laughs> you live it or lie it. that was pretty good dude yeah yeah he was for everyone and, wondering, that was Jeff Winslow with some amazing Kirk back. Well, I mean, I got to <laughs> kind of be Kirk, you know, once yeah, in a while. That was great. <laughs> yeah, of course, no, the sound was, an, was amazing. I never wear some, well, probably those are the best headphones I, I've, I've used in my life. Now, did they let you keep them afterwards? <laughs> no, not even in... 300 years or something you know you were there like all right give it give it back they belong to coca-cola they belong to coca-cola and the solar they use solar electricity to to transmit everything you know yep and and well yeah that whole tent was solar powered yeah that's so cool. amazing guys so and, cool. and also the here's your headphones don't create an avalanche enjoy the show and then give them back after so the meet and greet was on the boat right ricardo yeah it was inside the boat okay in the bar, in the fifth floor from Chip. And, uh, and yeah, we were very respectful and uh, we were very, very polite. And, and I was the last. I was the last. And uh, I remember I talked to everybody. And, uh, and when, I, when I had the chance to talk to James, we talked for five minutes. I swear, they were the best five minutes in my life. I didn't mention anything about his music. I didn't mention anything about that you're my hero or something like that. I was smart move. I was I was very conscious that I the only thing that I needed to say was thank you for following your wife's advices because you we really know that you struggled a lot and uh, and remember that family is always first and I showed him my my tattoo for family first and uh and he said, yeah, you have very funny tattoos and you have two of mine. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, thank, thank your wife for getting help and getting treatment and making your family first. Yeah. And he was like, very whoa. cool. He was like, whoa, like very surprised. And, uh, and, I, and I told him everything about me and, you know, the, a little summary about the Master of Puppets cassette and the history why I listened to Metallica. And I, I was very, very, very thankful uh, and I told him that I really appreciated that he was there for me, even with his lyrics that supported me during my life, and they are still supporting me. 
because when you listen to those lyrics and you really want to relate your life with one of the words, trust me, even one word or maybe Kirk's uh, sound make, uh, making that guitar crying, you know, uh, in Unforgiven, uh, for example, you feel, right. you feel what is Metallica. And, um, and let me be clear, it is not a religion. It is not an ideology. It is simple a way to live. And uh, that way to live represents friends, family, great experiences, and what Metallica is for for us as well. What yeah, me- totally a way of life. Did you tell them that Master Puppets basically taught you English? I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was very he was very happy, and at the end, I told him, "Hey, man, hey, brother, hey, bro, God bless you, you too, bro." And he hugged me, and I was wow. <laughs> that- <laughs> His, Pretty special moment there. Yeah, I'm six zero and he's six one. You know, so we didn't have any difference. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, come on in, James. Let me give you a hug, buddy. Just yeah. come on in, bring it home, bud. Aww. Yeah, it was amazing. And you know, the rest of the of the members too. Kirk Hammett, I was talking about beaches in Costa Rica and the Billabong documentary that he made in Costa Rica. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. That was so amazing, and he said, "Him and Rob love Costa Rica." Yeah, and he, and he was, man, that was a very nice experience, and and I, and, uh, and I want and I want to go back there. You know, he said, "I really would like to go every year to Costa Rica." You know, wow! If you want to go, just let me know. <laughs> I got a couch. <laughs> Come on over, dude. I'll take you to the surf spot. Yeah, and uh, Trujillo is very humble. You know. Uh, so he is an amazing, an amazing, an amazing person. He's a, a good example of family all the time, you know. Uh, and, sure. uh, and he and I told me, how do you feel? How does that change? Suicidal tendencies versus Metallica. And he's and he said, well, I need to work out more for Metallica. You know, I need to make the show. <laughs> yeah, a lot more physical, and that's a heck of a lot longer <laughs> set list. Yeah, it's funny. He has to he has to do more physical work, but. It's probably a little bit, just a little bit easier to play than some of his stuff in suicidal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yes, it is. And uh, and you know, and Lars, he was pretty humble as well, an amazing personality, and uh, and I think he was very in love in there, you know, with 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 <laughs> with her uh, his wife. You know, they were. That seems to be the common kind of thing that we we were saying about Lars in recent episodes is just how humble and nice he is, especially in his meet and greets. And he just, he really takes to them. Of course. And, and that, that was the moment that I was waiting for a long time, you know? And I, and I said, well, to myself, well, man, you know, I can die in peace now. You said, wow, you're short, Lars. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) I'm six zero. You're five, three. (laughs) You're five zero. (laughs) Yeah, and they they autographed my teacher from from Antarctica, and by mistake, I don't know why James signed twice, and uh, that's a score. Yeah, what'd you have? What'd you have him sign? Uh, the the, the a teacher, a frame teacher that I have in the living room. Oh, t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and yes, and and Kirk wrote Metallica on the map and all the stuff. It was a very funny autograph. And uh, well, uh, and I said, well, this is my first real memorabilia I have. This is very nice. You'll never, you'll never forget it, man. 
there was this little girl from Chile. She was talking to large like friends and how's everything in South America and uh, and I was like, man, she knows him like a friend. What the hell? What who is she? Well, mm -hmm. she's a huge fan for Lars. She loves to play drums and guitar. Uh, her name is Camila Guerrero. Uh, she's I know who you're talking about. Yeah, of course. Well, hello, Camila. She's uh, going to be on the show soon. Yeah, of course. She's making also uh, a program with uh, Jose Pablo Choa from Venezuela as well. And uh, they are making a story about how they met and everything, you know. But Camila, wow, she she's a a globe tr trooper, you know. Uh, she's always following Metallica when she can, and uh, and Lars loves her, you know. He loves her. Every time that he sees Camila, he's hello Camila. He hugs her. He gave in a drumstick. Mm -hmm. I think Camila has like three thousand drumsticks already. <laughs> It's true. And, uh, well, I thought I love Lars, but she really loves Lars. Yeah, she loves <laughs> Lars. She Absolutely. really loves Lars, you know? She's awesome. We actually, I actually talked to her a couple of weeks ago. We're trying to figure out a time where she can be the next guest. Looking forward to it. Of course. Oh, she's an amazing person, man. She's, she's incredible. For real. I remember from Antarctica that they played my favorite song, Blackened. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It was a short set list, if I remember right, but I do remember they played Blackened. Yeah, I was expecting they played Trapped Under Eyes. It was disappointing. <laughs> I, I remember when that happened. I think all of us in the band, Jeff, we were talking about that, saying you have to play Trapped Under Ice if you're, good Lord, in the South Pole. Yeah, if you're literally trapped under ice. And it never happened. I thought, what a fitting song, either to open with or close with, but... We didn't get it. Who now you're talking? I say about, you didn't get it. Now you're talking about opening with "Trapped Under Ice." That gets the gears turning. Makes me want to open with that someday. <laughs> we only yeah. got motor breath in a couple weeks. If we can open it with motor, we can open it with trapped. Oh, for sure. Dun, 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 First dun, time dun, ever playing dun. it live. Let's just open with it right out the gate. Well, between Costa Rica. S&M shows and the infamous Frieza Mall Antarctica, Ricardo, you have seen some special shows. Holy cow. Frieza Mall from Costa Rica. Yeah, we were we, we all were lucky. I mean, I still cannot believe it. For real. Who knows what the next adventure is going to bring us, right? Maybe the moon, they said. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to get on uh, the, the new Tesla rocket and go for a ride with James and Lars. Yeah, yeah, Elon's going to reserve a seat for James and Lars to go hang out on the moon. <laughs> what song would they play, Jeff? Trapped Under Ice is South. Now if we got to go to the moon. Ooh. Uh... <laughs> I got to think about this, actually. Yeah, that would be a tough one. I'm trying to think of anything that has to do with... What's an outer space song? Orion. Yeah, how... that's funny that you say that. I was just... I was... <laughs> literally just about to say it that's the only thing i can think of space or just anything because of orion's belt i that's the only thing i can come up with yeah they're not a very spacey band <laughs> never anything mystical or about the clouds or i mean i guess ride the lightning i shouldn't say clouds but the funny thing is when i think about a space riff mm -hmm. the riff from suicide and redemption I don't know what it is about that riff, dun, but it's dun, just dun, this. Dun, 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 dun. 
far removed. No, I always think of that as just some weird, obscure, obscure, like not, not from around your riff. <laughs> like that's just that's not meant to be. Love that riff, but it always reminds me of something just totally spaced out. Hey guys, can I ask you a one, a one question for you? Of course. And be, be, I just just three words. What's Metallica for you guys? What's Metallica to us, Ricardo? Yeah. In three words? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never been put on the spot like this on our own show. Heavy metal music. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that cannot be true, man. I love the dead air here because I'm seriously deep in thought. Three words is tough, but if I'm going to stick to it. It's like when they asked James the one word to span their whole entire to span career. their career and yeah yeah and he, and he can't think of anything that's what i feel like right now and that clip is running through my mind one word to span our career ricardo in three words uh my daily escape your daily escape ah oh, that's very good birth school death yeah it's it's my total daily escape from um work a lot of traveling with my work, um, my home. <laughs> it's like I'm alienating myself. My friends, my bandmates, my dogs, possessions that don't mean shit, and it's just mm-hmm. a zone out. Yeah, it's 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 your daily escape of. I'm listening to Metallica. I'm working on a podcast. I'm getting ready for you know one of our one of our shows coming up. Everything kind of just takes a back burner. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's it's my daily just kind of zone out time. And like Metallica Monday tonight, girlfriend comes home from her running errands, her gig, her shopping. She knows to just leave me alone because that's, that's my time. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Don't to- talk to me. Injustice for all is playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it's always with me. I feel like metal has run through my veins my whole entire life. I mean, I listen to everything, but when it comes down to it, metal is what I have cut my teeth on. So I feel like, is as goofy as it sounds, I mean, heavy metal music, that almost is exactly what it is for me. It's just, they're the greatest metal band for me. Yeah. And. You know, it's just, it's something that's a part of me. Of course. Well said. It is. I also think Metallica is, the funny thing to think about, it's the longest relationship I've had with anything. Of course. People are laughing right now, and I don't really give a fuck, but but any any relationship, it lasted longer than my first marriage. It's... (laughs) It's been with me since I've been a kid. Exactly. It's, it's not like, going anywhere. You take a step yeah. back and you look at how long that you've had this, you know, passion. Oh, the, God. The drive to follow them or to go meet them or whatever it is, you know, whether it's seeing them a million times, seeing them a couple times, doesn't matter. It's like, it's like you said, it's that relationship that just kind of forms and you feel like you're the fifth member, you know, there's a reason why is. they, why they say that, you know, 
it's been in my life for most of my life and that's not changing and that's that's what it is to me great question ricardo you should you should be a podcast host Oh man, no! I got, I got, I got. That. Usually, we don't get asked questions, but you're driving the show, so that's fine. Sponsored by, <laughs> sponsored by Wilson Sporting Goods, because now it's time to jump in the fire and ask you the questions, man. <laughs> Ten questions, Jeff. I'll take the first five. Sounds good, man. Question one, Ricardo. You ready? Yeah, hands here. Right. <laughs> Honest man, hand check, just like high school. Question one, name two different recording studios where they have recorded an album. Uh, bands? Uh, the name of the studios. Ah, uh, the studios where they recorded. So do you... Uh, records. Uh, you know the name of the studio? Yeah, I think Megaforce Studios, Electra Studios, and their subsidiaries, uh, Vertigo, Polygram, Warner, and I think those... I think and, you're thinking. The, I think you're thinking of. Holy shit, that was a lot. The, he was thinking of record labels. That was the labels Re- he just named. So you named all the record companies. That was that, that was impressive. That was good. Ricardo, can you name the recording studios, the actual buildings where they recorded these albums at? Well, uh, like, can you tell me where they recorded Saint Anger or Hardwired? Uh, what I remember is that they were recording Master of Puppets in Europe, right? Yep. You remember the name of the studio? No, I, I never thought about that, you know. But I'm a, I have a zero with that question I need to study. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, well, hey, you're going to learn something new today. That's all right. Yeah, of course. Go back to that record label, all the Electra, Vertigo. What were the other Megaforce. ones you named? Yep. And United Nations? Yep. He said, he said Blackened, too. Blackened? Blackened. Yeah. Electra, I think you had Warner Brothers. Boy, you fired those off quick. That was impressive. Well, I, I kind of remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, Warner Brothers. That was Death Magnetic, wasn't it? Yeah, Rick Rubin. Yeah. All right, question two. Yeah. Where is Metallica's HQ located? Uh, that's, uh, in, well, it's in California. It's, it's I, 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 Santa, Santa, Santa Clara. It's Santa Clara? Close. Santa Monica? No. It starts with San. You're 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 halfway there. San But it's Santa, right? Man, how I forgot the Just San, S A N. I forgot, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's alright, no need to apologize. But, but I but I man. went there but I went there and we were expecting they opened this to give us some pics, you know. Yeah, impossible. Did did you knock on the door? Yeah, like times <laughs> yeah jeff did too yeah, jeff did the same thing i even tried to open the door man <laughs> it's weird i mean i mean you know we traveled so 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 san diego no <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still thinking about the place oh san, san rafael. rafael california yeah yeah just north of uh, san francisco yeah. marin county yeah after the bridge hmm you know, you've been on the bridge. I take it. You know, I almost feel like we could give him that one for saying California only because he's an international guest and he doesn't live in America. So, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily know good point cities in other countries if I didn't live there either. Yeah, he's been to the actual building. I think that scores a point. Yeah, right. And he knows the state. I, I mean, I, I'd say we give him a point for that. Nice work. Oh, see, 
I mean, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Next question, Ricardo. What year did Jason Newstead leave the band? 2001. Nice. You are correct, sir. Now you're on a roll. Was that four or five? Well, we got one more. Uh, I think that... We on five, no, Jeff? you're yeah. number four. One, two, three. Yeah, you're on number one, four. Two, three, four. I'm on four. You're on number oh, four. Oh, my list is all... I'm so mind-boggled from freezing all Antarctica. I'm losing my mind here. That was amazing. Uh, question four, Ricardo. Name the guitar that James was using during the pyrotechnic accident in Montreal. Okay. Uh, I think it was uh, ESP Explorer Black. It was, but what was the one particularly special thing about the one that he was playing? Uh, that made it different from all the rest of them. It yeah. had one extra thing on it. Uh, the Wolf, Wolf of Man, the design. Very close, close. Very good guess. We're looking for one more detail. Uh, one more long detail. That was a that was a, that was a great guess, but it was it wasn't the Wolf of Man Explorer. I know what so you're talking something, about. Something okay. We're clear that they just exploded, right? ESP, right? And it has a. It is. Uh, yep, it's an ESP. Yeah, but. It, He's playing it during Fade to Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember he was playing and the fireworks exploded. And he got burned. Then uh, uh, Lars was saying, I'm sorry. And then the Canada riot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got all the details, right? You're just missing the Man, guitar. I don't... <laughs> I don't... I <laughs> that one important detail. It's a tough question. Uh, he was playing a double neck ESP. Oh. Uh, it had two necks on it. Yeah. You familiar with the double neck? Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. So the top neck's got 12 strings. The bottom one's got six. Yeah, of course. We, that was the one. Well, I have, have, a, have a point. Yeah. For the, for the kids, sorry about the Canadian riot. <laughs> but you knew about the riots, and you knew about Lars and Kirk coming out afterwards. Yeah, because I remember a guy in the red shirt. <laughs> he was throwing the... The cheering, he didn't break the window because he's too weak. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, he's talking about the year and a half footage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Where the police cars are upside Upside. down. He's trying to throw the chair through the door at the arena, but he can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great footage. Yeah. That's after Axel Rose said he was going home. I'm going home. And the microphone's off. All right, question five. During the 1998 Reload Tour, Metallica played three acoustic songs in the middle of their regular set. Can you name one of the songs they played acoustic? Maybe The Four Horsemen, but I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. He guesses it. That was a (laughs) three-pointer. Nicely done, Ricardo. Yep, they played uh, Four Horsemen, Last Caress Some Nights, Motor Breath, and Low Man's Lyric. And the point goes to Ricardo Castro. All right. Costa Rica. <laughs> Question number six. We're going to take a little bit of a, a turn here. It's still trivia, but nicely done. Uh, this is called name that lyric line. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say a line from a song and you have to guess what song it You're is. You're going to kill me. Okay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to be great. Here we go. You lie so much. You believe yourself. Judge not. You right. No, holier than thou. There we go. Ding, ding, ding. You lie 
Here we go, Ricardo. This one's it's gonna be a little bit tougher on this one. Okay. Name that lyric line. The farther you fall, the longer you walk, the farther you crawl, my body, my temple. It's got the drum beat. Um, Bass player would have a tough time with this. uh, I know it comes on. It's from the 1995-1996. The farther you fall... The longer the walk, the farther you crawl. Yeah. My body, my temple. The house. The house what? Jack built. There we go. There it is. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Ricardo. Nice work. How many music videos came from the Hardwired album? Uh, I think uh, 13. So the, did they make it? This could go this could go separate did ways. Did they make a music video for Lords of Summer? I don't remember. Yes, yeah, they did. So, video, I mean, technically after a lot of time. Yes. So, I mean, technically that's actually right. There's 12 songs on the record, but they technically the Lords of Summer is an entirely live video. It's actually pretty kick-ass. And they made a music video for it, and they did release that song on that album as a bonus track. That's what Ricardo was thinking of. I will accept that answer because, yeah, lucky I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. lucky 13, Ricardo. Halfway through that, right when you were explaining that, I'm like, oh, shit. We didn't think of Lord of That's exactly the first thing that came to mind, too. I was like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, was it a music video or a lyric video? Or like, no, that was a full video. I was trying to picture it. Yeah, I remember Lords of Summer because uh, now there's a footage of Costa Rica. Yes, there is. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, I definitely give them that one. There's great footage of that. All right. Uh, Rob Trujillo's son, Ty, has toured a couple weeks with heavy metal band in South America. Sorry, excuse me, with what heavy metal band in South America? This, can you repeat the question, sorry? Yeah, so Rob Trujillo's son, Ty, has toured a couple weeks with this heavy metal band in South America. Do you know what band that is that he toured with? No. He filled in on bass. I really have no idea who he's playing with. I saw some videos, but not for these weeks. Years ago, when he was playing bass with his father, and uh, and I think collaborations, but I don't remember the other the name of the group. Ah, I remember he was playing for Corn. <laughs> Another buzzer shot, Dude, the- Ricardo. There it is. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Nicely done. Yeah, I'm sorry. My memory is like trying to capture everything, you know. Dude, between corn and and spitting out the house that Jack built, there we go. All right, Jeff, add them up. Oh, man. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, yep. Ricardo, nicely done. Seven out of ten, man. We'll, we'll put you in the pool for the finals, and uh, we'll probably get back with you for the final round. And Oh, thank you, man. 
Ricardo, it's been fun, man. We've talked everything from the house that Jack built to Antarctica to Costa Rica to all your family to the fade to black chapter to don't your first walk your first walkman i mean this has been great don't forget the saint anger sunshade the sun anger yeah my saint anger sunshade <laughs> and ricardo's magic cookies at black sabbath thank you Black Sabbath. you call them magic cookies yeah, right they are happy cookies because they make you happy cookies no, happy they cookies make, <laughs> no, real. they make you very happy man you know like oh yeah if you eat a very nice cookie, you know, with the with ingredients and you know the composition <laughs> and the THC oil and all the stuff. You're gonna wake up so nice, and your your muscles are gonna be loose and everything. You're gonna have these big munchies, and you know that's gonna happen. But good, but ha- Jeff, have you ever felt like that? Mm, every day. right now i'm hungry right now (laughs) well folks from the beautiful country of costa rica mr ricardo castro from aradia aradia did i say that right aradia 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 costa rica yeah of course and i want to say thank you to fate to black chapter you know for trusting uh, in me to sh- to show what what Metallica really means for us, you know. Uh, so to Absolutely. Here comes our us also. I know they are gonna listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> hey, there couldn't have been a better guy to represent yeah. the chapter. Yeah, I truly mean that. And and to the rest, of, you know, to to my friends and people that are supporting us, thank you so much as well. And they know who they are, you know. And my final hi to Jay Beltman. And to my friend Mike, you know, just hi and 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 Ray Ross from Canada. There you have it. A ton of shout outs, a ton of Metallica family forever moments. Ricardo Castro, Costa Rica. It's been fun, dude. We uh, let's do it again. Anytime. Thank you so much for everything, guys. Take care a lot. Exit light and uh, exit and podcast for all. We'll see you all soon. Take care. <laughs>